You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Yeah, no one, man. Have a listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Mariners podcast. Four weeks ago, everything was pretty low and we move forward. We're on a high. Ronnie, good to be back with you. Are you all right? Yes, I'm champion, Chris. Very happy, which we're going to talk about later. <laughs> well, we're in, we're in a brand new studio tonight. It's looking lovely. Someone's been busy in here. And uh, we've got new surroundings. We've got lots of good things to talk about tonight. Um, we hope everyone listening in is safe and well and has enjoyed their football over the last couple of weeks. Um, a little bit to talk about. So, first of all, uh, just want to touch upon recent games, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Um, the last podcast we did... Um, we got ourselves in a little bit of bother in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. We felt that we what we said needed to be said in some ways, and was voiced. You know, it was the voice of the supporters, um, <clears throat> and it hit a nerve, hit a very raw nerve with some. Mm-hmm. And we then went to Basefed on the Saturday, and after forty-five minutes, we thought, "Yeah, we've turned the corner. That was a great forty-five. One nil up should be two, three up." really, on the balance of play, because we were that much better than them. Yes. And then all of a sudden, the way Day Blues hit, we kick off for the <clears> second <throat> half, and we were non-existent. Yeah, well, absolutely all over in the first half. And plastic, uh, 3G pitch, and you're kind of thinking, well, you know, we might struggle on this, but we looked, we looked like it was no problem. The movement was great. The, the pace was great. We're hard in the tackle. And like you say, missed chances... And then it's like it's like there's there's a blocker in the team's mind, like when you just like oh well we're winning here away we're not really used to this what do we do and maybe sit back a little bit and then once you sit back we we know in this league once you sit back mm. that's what they're looking for because their the other team's confidence grow and grows and grows great strike by the way it was a great strike it by was a boat hit it well had we took our chances and and got at it at the second half it would have been a consolation effort wouldn't it. So it, you know, you'd think what a you'd stand there, you'd be thinking what a great effort that was. Yeah. But then it it was a it was a game changer. Um, yeah, you mentioned in the first half about the the pace of play, the patterns of play, the the movement for the goal was outstanding. Yes, uh, beautiful move, uh, good finish, um, and then the second half was just literally non-existent. I, 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 were, it's, it's as if they hit it hit a wall. It was just whoa. Um, I, I, I was just like knocked sideways by it, wasn't yeah, I? I was like, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't like. You, you couldn't compute. I couldn't like hardly talk for a bit, and I was like, well, how? You how even, does that happen? You even changed buses on the way home, didn't you? I needed some, but there was free loads of free beer on offer. <laughs> so that's probably the <laughs> you never turn that down. And it, there was a, it ended up with a bit of wrestling later on, if I remember. Wrestling and bar, um, and killer pool. So you know. Brilliant. That's what you got to do. Hundred percent off pitch all time. Yes. Need hundred percent on the pitch. Or oh, we did back then. Mm. Obviously, we'll. Until we'll talk about <clears throat> we ended up with a one-one draw, which should have really. Been, we felt it was two points lost. Kevin Phillips thought it was a good point on the road. I thought the point at Stafford was a good point on the road, mm. but I felt that was two points lost. Yeah. Um, then we go to Lancaster on the Tuesday night, and I think pro- perhaps the least said about that, the better. Because it was that bad, I think I don't think we could go any lower than that. <clears throat> that, that was like an, a bit of an idea, where 
I just at the end of that game, I think the faces that we saw yeah. were, sh- were shell shocked. Yeah. Uh, that that means supporters and staff um, hierarchy. Yeah. Shell shocked. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, everyone you looked at was just absolutely crestfallen, because in my view, uh, we got out battled and outplayed for seventy five minutes of that game. Yeah. The first 15 minutes, Ken Phillips has took a gamble with his team selection. Three up front. Three, maybe four and two. Yeah, and, yeah. three up front, three at the back, two full backs, but the two guys in the middle of midfield looking after four of yeah. their midfield. They worked it out quite quickly, isolated uh, Will McGowan, Mitch Rowe, which meant that uh, Mitch Rose had like a hell of a lot of work to do. Uh, good movement at the start, which you're gunning, right? Because... Yes, you're like, oh, this is a fresh. We're playing up front, and then just, it, didn't, it took it took uh, Lancaster, who aren't a great team, by the way. No, they're, they're a fight fighting team. They are a hard working workman like team. Yeah, it took them about ten minutes to work it out. It's yeah. like that's how how easy it was to work that out. Yeah, and then I think we said on the commentary the t- most telling thing was when that final whistle went. Half of their play, half of the Lancaster players just collapsed on the ground. Yeah, they're on their backs from exhaustion. They put absolutely everything into it, and our players didn't. didn't. And, uh, it summed it up, and you know. And I, I mean, we were crestfallen, mm. shell shocked. I, I thought Sam Hodgson was gonna <gasps> when he was walking off. Yes, it's like, goodness. goodness me. Well, that's the kind. Of, he was in absolute pain. You could see. Yeah, he was like frustrated it's like like I said on the last podcast it's like the the kid can score goals he always score goals and you gotta look after him he can't like when he scores a goal and another two but then he doesn't score a goal maybe he has a good of a quiet game you can't, if you drop him like it's for someone that young it's not gonna go well for him but credit to Sam you know He's, well, he's come back so many times. That's from what Kevin said, didn't he? Get credit to Sam because he had, he did come back, and he did the business. Um, <clears throat> because because well, really, we couldn't go any lower than that that Tuesday night. Um, that was a difficult journey home, and um, we we struggled to actually talk about things on the bus back among the supporters. Nobody could really say anything. Everybody was just it's numb. There's uh, a numb feeling. I, just I mean, there was sort of. Chris Carr, after, you know, he'd driven down at the last minute and he was like, yeah. what, what, what was that? Mm-hmm. Um, You're right about the, um, the club officials. They look, I mean, <laughs> so, some of them came over to console me because I just looked like, I, I just like me, yeah. head budgie died or something. Well, I suppose, you know, you couldn't get any lower mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. And then with, you know, four away games on the spin, how that was allowed to occur, you know, only... Mm. Only time will tell, you know. But we then got two home games mm. where we have no option, no option but to win them. And it was almost as if, like, the slate had been wiped clean. Um, yes. you know, there'd been a lot of talk about what was said on the last podcast, a lot of talk about um, things not being right around various parts around the club. And it was like a case of, right, let's get together, let's be as one. And, um, and we played Bamba Bridge, and we did play as one. Um, reasonable performance, not brilliant, but you said just off air before we came on, win the battle, 
you match your opponent, yeah. um, then hopefully your better ability will shine through. I've said on many occasions off, off air and amongst other people, I'll, I don't mind getting beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll forgive any team of mine getting beat if the team is better, if another, if the opposition is better than you. Yeah. But we've been losing to teams that are nowhere near our capability, nowhere near. Um, but they've outbattled us, and that's unforgivable, really. Um, so again, we matched Bamba Bridge, and we matched Stafford. Now we matched Stafford at Stafford, and we were unlucky to come away with just a point that day. I thought we deserved to win at Stafford. And, and, and the lads showed that again on Saturday, matched Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the stats, they had probably had more attempts, but didn't seem like that. Uh, we, were, we were just at it for the full 90 minutes in both games. Right, if we just go back to the Bamber Bridge home game, it, you're right, it was like a, a fresh start. Mm-hmm. We picked the players that we know are going to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did in this league like we've been in this league for like eternity (laughs) (laughs) it's like purgatory isn't it Mm. Um, we've been in purgatory for that long but we know we know at the bare minimum you have to win the battle Mm -hmm. if you win the battle and get physical with the other team more than likely they don't have much left Mm -hmm. so then you can play football and the thing that stood out the most for me uh on that Saturday against Bamber Bridge was every single person in that club and in that ground knew that they had to stand up and be counted. Mm-hmm. Players, officials, crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd were unbelievable. All they needed, all we need is just a little bit of spice mm-hmm. in that game and then we'll carry it all through. Yeah. It's all we need. It's like, just give us something to hang on to yeah. and we'll build and we'll build and we'll build but give us stagnant and we're just going to we're not going to react. So that credit to the players, right? Those players that played, credit to the club. We built an atmosphere, but credit to the fans. I mean, fans never, ever, ever let this team down. No. 100% off the pitch, whether it's in the marquee, <laughs> on the karaoke, or watching bottle records, <laughs> or whether it's at the bar, or whether it's always all in from the fans. And... You know, you can't ask for 100% on the pitch if you're not going to give 100% off the pitch. Mm-hmm. So that always has to be reciprocated. I think it, I think it was, and Bamber Bridge didn't look like they were ever in the game. Mm-hmm. The one thing that struck me, which I'm really happy about, is the four goals came from different areas of the pitch. Yeah. Like, from different players. And this is, whenever we've kind of been top of the league by quite a lot of points and whatever like season null and void and stuff like that we've always been to attack from multiple areas yeah uh, so Bama Bridge you get uh, uh, Mitch Rose with a, a, a Thunderbaster you know rip the net off right yeah. I haven't seen one of them for a while nope then you get a Dylan Morse lovely ball diagonal getting um, Will McGowan he, he, by the way Will McGowan he's playing very well very well outstanding he's cropping up in the right place he's got a good touch Excellent, because he's not he hasn't got the biggest frame, but he's using it well. Brilliant, and then um, and then Blair on the left mm-hmm. to sound the score, and then Darius running from his own half. Yeah, different types of goals that tells you that you know the team you win the battle and then you attack them from all areas. Yeah, you, you get them punch drunk, and then 
you kind of that's what you do and you're getting them punch drunk so you can just put them to the sword they scored two goals but I don't think they were ever in it no well, well, the penalty at, at the time I thought it was from where we were standing. But if you look at it from different angles, pretty could be deemed as harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, the free kick was kind of, you know, it's a good finish. But they never looked like scoring from general play. Although yeah, they had a couple of chances. But Stafford on Saturday again, we matched them. Um, yes, they've got one or two decent players. Pemberton's not bad. Mm-hmm. Tonks is decent. But again. We, We've got quality all over the field, so again, you, you, you match them for effort. They, uh, actually, their, their biggest threat to, is Joe Cuff. He wasn't even in the, in the mm-hmm. 15 on, or 16 on Saturday. Not sure if he was injured or not, but they, they're limited, you know. And once we've matched them in the, in, in the desire department, then again, our quality shines through. Um, the, the goals were good goals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Cedric's finish. You know the ball over the top from Darius. The way he took it and yeah. finished it was was excellent. Uh, but again, you mentioned the crowd. I thought on Saturday, I just thought it was that was as near we've been to the the that FC United game. Carnival atmosphere. You, you know, you, brought on by the football focus, of yeah, course. And it, it kind of it built and built. I was worried. I said to you uh, a couple of days before, you know having this kind of like uh, all this stuff going on around a big game razzmatazz razzmatazz you don't want to uh, you, you don't want the players to lose focus and it'll be easy for them to right because you know um, lots going on and but it, it, it actually stood us it made us more focused because the crowd was so much up for it yeah uh, built and built like Getting into the ground for like quarter to twelve, yeah. the crowd are always going to be up for Well, of course, got, in my view, I've just thought really, I, people will have their own little individual complaints. I suppose if they've had something that wasn't quite right on the day, but yeah. on the whole, I just thought the club got everything right on on Saturday that I could see. Um, you know, the happy hour was in from quarter to twelve till two o'clock. Um, people that might not have gone because of that came in. So the atmosphere was building from from eleven thirty quarter to twelve. I mean, by half past one, when that's when I normally get to the ground. Quarter past half past one, I was three pints in. You know, you think, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> I, <know>. uh, <laughs> I was hammered by half one. <laughs> I, so I, I had to take the, so I, for the first half, I wasn't quite at it. Oh, you had well. a little break. Well, yeah, you were, you were, you just yeah, but in but, a different way. But the. But the the whole day, you know, the, the the way the whole day was was conducted, just there was a a vibe around the ground that hadn't been there. Yeah. I know you mentioned the crowd against Bamber Bridge was excellent, and it was. It was, but I just thought there was a vibe around the ground on Saturday that was completely different. It, to me, it felt like there was more than two thousand six hundred there. By the way, oh yeah, I mean where, where we are in front of the marquee, it was just busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Queues for the bar were constant. Yeah. Which is that's not a complaint either, because mm-hmm. we can only do what we can do with what we've got at the moment before mm-hmm. the, the new bar's finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everything it was just like this is busy. There was less empty seats in the stand. There was, and it was a carnival atmosphere. Yeah, and I know um, quite a lot of people who came either back to the match after a while or for the first time for, in the last two home games. So oh, definitely back. Yeah, but it, to win this type of league in to win football games. It's not rocket science. If you look at it in its rawest form, right? 
they'll create the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's the fans' duty, but it's also up to the club to create that. Yeah. So putting things on, making it easy to come, making it easy for, to build that atmosphere up. The players, like we said, mm-hmm. just giving it a hundred percent, giving them something to hold on to. The quality, which we've already got, you know, those three things is the is the the magic sauce to win this league. You just got to continue to do. Don't overthink it. Just think about how to create the atmosphere and the players get up for it and feed off each other. Yeah, I said on the previous podcast that if we didn't win the league title. I didn't fancy us for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was because I couldn't see us even finishing second, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. um, because of the away form. Now, there was two things here. One, our home form has obviously got us through. We're 100% in 2022. Yes. Matlock have won 1 in 11, and that doesn't surprise us because they're not that good. No. And I would now fancy us in the playoffs as long as we've got home field advantage. Yeah, and yeah. so therefore, we have to finish second. If we're not going to win the league title, finish second. Now we've got five games to go. I think to win the league title, we need to win all five. Personally, mm. um, it might not turn out like that, but that's just the way I see it. Um, we don't need to win all five if we want to finish second. Mm-hmm. We want to win the league, of course. I've got a feeling Matlock, um, Buxton, sorry, will drop some points. But we have to win all five to be able to take advantage of that. I think they'll only drop points if we put the pressure on. Yeah. So your first three games win then, you're going to put a lot of pressure on that Buxton, team, Buxton squad. And uh, as we've seen before, it's not like, and we said before, this is not like the Farsley Fos- Celtic Warrington season no. where you're like, you just knew when yeah. you looked at their result. Yeah. But like you're looking at Buxton's like, oh, the nil-nil, or so-and-so, the other team's missed a penalty. Mm. They're... they're they, you know, it's not not just us that, that feel the pressure. It's going to be them because yeah. if they win this league, it will be massive for them, mm-hmm. huge. And it, but they it, are shelling out huge yeah. money by the football, yeah. almost football league wages in some areas. You yeah. know, it's yeah. It's still though, right? We, we know, right? It doesn't really matter how much they're on. Mm. When the pressure's on, the pressure's on, and uh, we're better than them. Yes. We, well, we, we, when we played them, we've you, always. Been, you look at it. The two games I've had with them. Mm-hmm. If you remember the first game, it was a tale of two gifts. Their goalkeeper gifted Masanka the ball. Yes. Masanka hit the post. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, John yeah. Shaw gifted them the ball. They scored. Sorry, John, if you're listening. <laughs> but that was, you know, that was the game, you know, and we were the better team that day. We should have won the game. Played them at their place. We should have won the game. We talk about the, the goal that shouldn't have been given because it, was it over the line or not? Oh, yeah. But ultimately, we had the chances to, to win the game and we did. Yeah. It was a good away performance. Had we won that game, probably we probably wouldn't have had that podcast four weeks ago because had we won that game, I don't think we would have lost as many as we did on in that spell of four games. Just put a pile of pressure on, didn't it? Yeah. We're better than them. Mm-hmm. Jamie Ward's a good player, make no mistake. Gilchrist, you know, he's up there. De Girolamo's great. Yeah. There's no getting away from that, but we're still better than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, uh, we are better than them and I think they will wobble. If we make yeah. them wobble, yes. Yeah. So this is this whole thing. That's what I said before. You just take the destiny in your own hands. We are going to win. Mindset: of We are mm. going to win. We've got Saturday, about. Saturday, Ronnie Gainsborough. Mm. It could be more like a home game because there's a lot of fans going down. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I'm not. Um, that's me done for away games this season, for various reasons. 
mainly cricket ones. But um, I think it's going to be a... It was a carnival atmosphere there three years ago. Yeah. And I think it'll be something similar. And if that... What you've just said about getting that that spark, that vibe, mm. if we can get that going, mm. um, you know, imagine... I could just, you know, during the warm-up, if the lads are warming up, they can, they can hear the drum, they can hear the lads, and yeah. you've got to build on that. Uh, I mean, Nathan looked like as though he'd done 10 rounds of Mike Tyson on Saturday when he's finished oh, the match. I had a go in my drum before Baseford, it's quite good. Is it good, is it? Yeah, really good, and um, no, I've played a few beats, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that drum builds the atmosphere. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of instruments in the football ground, but I'm going to let him off for that because he, he, he's really good at it and he, you know, he's a good conductor. Stops the, the stand getting hammered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, so, like you said, it's. I remember that game against Games, but we we literally took over the ground. We did, yeah. If you can take over the ground, you make it into a home game. Yeah, I believe there's quite a lot of buses going down. The bus that I'm going down is uh, is full. Yeah, full to the rafters. Uh, thanks, Alison, for getting this on by the way, because yeah, again, I left it too late. <laughs> Well, I'm not at the babysit yet. I, I was like, oh man. I'll have to ring Michael because Michael Manuel's joining you on Saturday, yeah. so I'll have to ring Michael and say, Michael, look yes. after Ronnie for us, yeah. will you? I'll have to take the uh, concentration pills just before we <laughs> go. <laughs> but, uh, but no, if uh, three points Saturday is, is really kind of, it's, it's, we've got to win, all, to me, we want to win this league title, we've got to win all five because Buxton will drop points at some point, but we've got to be the ones that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amazing what two home wins can do, and we now have to take that into, into Saturday. The lads know that mm-hmm. they're no mugs. Well, Gainsborough eighteenth in the league, for, and they're there. Which, they're there for a reason. So they they are in the relegation dogfight, which isn't great. However, come on, come I know, on, I know, I know, I know. We should beat them. You're right. Yeah, it's just going to make it a little bit harder because they're in a dogfight and they're going to be fighting for their lives. And we've already talked about what happens. But we're fighting for our lives. Yeah. We we've already talked about what happens. What happens is some, if another team's fighting for their lives and we don't, mm. we know what happens, right? That's that that we've seen that so many times. We just can't do it again. Yeah. And I feel like the the, the team and the club have got a mindset where they're just like, right, we're just we're just going to go all in for this. Well, let's touch on a, a slightly slightly different subject. Slightly, but yeah. I suppose it's it's semi-linked. There's been a a player leave, a player come in. Yes. Um, I, I think both of us would want to take this opportunity to, to, to wish Nathan Lowell well. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's been a good servant of the club, excellent servant, good lad. I don't think he was very happy with us at the end. No, he came over and said something. But it's football, you know? Yeah, that's football. Yeah. We wish him well at Darlington. Things obviously haven't worked out in recent weeks. Something's happened. We're not going to go into it because we don't know. We're not privy to information, but... We wish him well because on his day, he's a very combative player, Nathan. Yeah. And I, I've said it before on these podcasts where I, I kind of knew when he was up for it because his eyes glaze over. Yeah. You saw him at, at, at Stafford with a free kick. Um, we've seen him in the hunt where he's been, you know, whirling yeah. the crowd yeah. up. You, you know, combative player, combative lad. Um, and we wish him all the very, very best. So I, I just want to say, you know, I've got a lot of time for Nathan. Oh, I've me got a too. Lot of time to- this unseen stuff that he did off the pitch in the community, the way he was interacting with the, with the fans, he was a, a, he had some great games. He was a catalyst at some point. He's done really well for the club. Yeah. Really nice kid, you know. And sometimes in life, it's 
just things come to an end. Yeah. And especially in football, and you know, I think some of the comments on social media were out of order because no one on that social media network actually knew the mm-hmm. full facts, right? Yeah, you're making right. things, or you're putting two and two together, getting five or whatever. But at the end of the day, we all know what Nathan's like. We all know he's got a good heart and he he, he loves the club. Mm-hmm. So you've got to always remember that. Maybe it, it did end acrimoniously. Well, managers, thank you. The managers um, do fall out of players. Players fall out of managers. Sometimes a manager comes in just doesn't fancy yeah, yeah. that player. It's just it's the way it is. It happens in working life as well, it right? It's like that. We, we can't act like children when um, when we see these things. You just got to see it as it is and wish him all the best. And mm-hmm. you know he's a he's a good lad. And he's got a darling. We'd love to see him back again in whatever form. Yeah, yeah. We wish him all the very best. But in comes Sam Wilding from Sunderland on loan till the end of the season. Uh, I had a well we didn't get a long look at him on Saturday but mm. I watched him quite intently there were about five pockets of play that he was involved in mm. which I, I, I thought everything that he did everything that he had to do he did properly mm. and he did well mm-hmm. one instance where he didn't quite come off but everything else he was in the right place at the right time doing the right thing now if he can continue that, mm. then that should allow players like Briggs, McGowan, yeah. to then do what they can do with the ball. Mm. He's a looks to me that Sam Wilding is a he's a winner, he's a get it and give it kind of combative player. Yeah. Well, I think if you look, Kevin Phillips would have been looking at this league, looking at his team, and then obviously he's got connections with Sunderland. And I don't think he would have got another diminutive player in. No. Because that's just like, it's mm. adding to the problem. So he's probably looked for someone who's got that physicality. Yeah. Who's athletic. He's athletic. And Mark Bloxham was telling us that he's, he's had some non-league he experience has. before. Yeah, which yeah. counts a hell of a lot. Because we've seen players come in in the 23s. They look around and they're like, after five minutes... Remember that one we got when... Connolly. Remember him? Was it? Con- I don't know. His David Connolly. Like no, no, it wasn't David. Con- but he came with Jordan Hunter, if you remember, and he was absolutely. Well, he just, just kicked the hell out. at Scarborough. Fish out of water. <laughs> fish out of water, and you know some some players mature more than others. What the other thing I've noticed as well, just digressing a bit, Will Jenkins is starting to yes come on and make a difference yes. in his right position. But yeah, I think uh, Wilding does look very promising, and. Uh, I just, I just like the way you go about the pitch. Yeah, I like because I think there's a question mark perhaps over Mitch Rose's fitness or health or or, or, or whatever. Uh-huh. Doesn't quite seem to be able to manage to go through ninety minutes without looking as though he's carrying some kind of knock. Obviously, he hadn't played for two years, so his body, of course, he's having to get used to, you know, it's a physical. Uh, we're week. not robots, but if 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 Sam can come in and do that job. Um, to allow the likes of your McGowans and your, your Briggs, etc., to do what they do. And I tell you who I've been impressed with over the last few weeks. I'm really, really impressed. Darius Sissi. Yeah. At Stafford, he epitomised the, the, whole, the whole ethos of the, of the commitment on the day because there was, a, there was a lost cause and he ran 60 yards into the far corner and got the ball yeah. when he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And that epitomised the, the performance on the day. I keep saying it, but we should have won that day. Um, Darius could easily. Darius, Darius has been dropped a few times. Yeah, he could easily have sulked. He 
could have just soaked the and rest he, he of the looked out of sorts I mean at Lancaster it's just off form right you know but it's the difference between being off form and like maybe not putting you 100% in but you look at him now and he's got a bit between his teeth that yeah. goal he scored from his own half like tell you that's what, what he's all about you said it earlier you've got to have 1-11 though at it, yeah. at it. Yeah. and may, perhaps there have been games where I'm not saying he wasn't at it but perhaps one or two haven't been and that just rubs off Totally. But when everybody is at it, Darius, he's a match winner. He's had his own fair share of injuries. He went a long time diff- playing different formats of football, whether part-time, full-time. He's playing wide as well. Yeah. He's not a wide player. He needs to be playing in the middle. He's and got strength and he can hold it up. He's, he's, he's been excellent. So, a um, little bit of business on deadline day. Other clubs, you know, signing three and four players, but... To me, if you need to sign three or four players at that stage, there's something wrong. It's hard to gel that, and you can't do that. It's very hard, to, especially if you're up the top of the league. You've you've obviously got quite a good mixture going on, like mm-hmm. good ingredients going on, and chemistry and all that kind of stuff. To bring like three or four in to play five games, that's a stretch. It's a real stretch. It's unless impossible. unless they want to strengthen the bench. Unless they're looking at next season, but even mm. Matlock aren't. Yeah. Buxton certainly aren't, and and. But there's a lot of people say, you know, people saying, oh, th- th- these have signed him and these have signed him and we've signed nobody. And, but it's, you can... One player would do me always if you're just looking to tweak something or improve something. Because if that one position gets improved, the other positions should look after themselves. Mm, as good as your weakest thing. So it looks good with Sam Wilden. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think you'll get a start somewhere down the line. I'd be like, to, I'd like to see him in a game from a start. But um, that was the. So it, it's so positive, 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 positive. And Saturday, obviously, we had football focus there. Yeah. Um, that's brilliant. Fantastic, Alex Scott and. What a star she is. Yeah, Ashley Williams. What a star. Um, it was interesting to watch them. You know how they go about putting the programs together, doing little links beforehand, recording little links and putting everything set up in different areas. It, it, it's it's fascinating how they do it. Um, she just looked like she was enjoying the day. Yeah. And like She's a really good actor. Actor, actor or she was enjoying the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think she was enjoying the day. You yeah. could see she was like, you know, probably used to go into like Premier League grounds and that, and which is, you know, it's a bit corporate, isn't it? It's mm. like a bit, bit bland. Whereas here you've got... You've got <laughs> it's more rustic, isn't it? Yeah, you've got like real... Real fans going going on, chatting around, you know, it's, I thought it was really good, really good. It just, again, like you said earlier, it set the tone yeah. for the day, fabulous day and night. Who was that black bloke that was singing in the karaoke? I don't know, but he was good. Fabulous, it was like listening to Eddie Grant. He's very good. He was brilliant, him. Everyone was good at that on the karaoke. Aye, everyone sang well, didn't they? Legendary, that. Yeah. <laughs> even I sang. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I even had a groupie. Yes. You? <laughs> Everyone needs a groupie. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so fabulous, fabulous day. As I said earlier, that was as near we're going to get to that FC day. It was a great atmosphere, and mm. I just came away. Just I thought I, I reflected a little bit on Sunday, um, and ju- just thought it was great. Yeah. And now we'll go into these final games. You know, Gainsborough, Staley Bridge, FC United. That'll be a humdinger. Easter Saturday. Obviously, we'll take a massive following there, I'm quite sure. Um, and then on Easter Monday, Whitby at home. Ooh, now, that's the last home game, Easter Monday. Um, 
could be so much riding on it. What a fantastic opportunity again for the club, you know, to get a, a bumper crowd in and really, really push on. Because the last game of the season away to Grantham, it could be one of two things. It could be like, well, we just need to play this out because we've the got Lord Mayor after the Lord yeah. Mayor, or, or, it could be let's go and win this and we're up and. But what an awful place to go for your last game of the season. Maggie Thatcher's uh, old stomping ground, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. Um, I'm just looking at it, and Grantham are like 16, 15, 16 points away from survival. So they're there on a nightmare season. Yeah. Is that the ground that's got like the... Athletic strap. Yeah, it's a lovely... No, you know, the facilities inside, lovely ground, lovely people, great club, great Mm. people. I've been a couple of times and they've been really friendly, fantastic, but... It's just an athletics stadium, and to have your last game of the season and potentially so much right, and you're in an athletics stadium. It's a shame. Well, plenty, of, um, plenty of room to jump on the pitch when we win. <laughs> Get a nice little spring. Do a, do a quick lap. <laughs> yeah, just do a quick little long jump in the sand. <laughs> Fabulous. But um, but it's to go with the positivity. Going back to last Saturday. Yeah. I just thought it was magic oh, seeing the kids from Epinay School. Yeah, yeah. To, to see what they've done during the week, which was on Look North. You could see in their faces they were loving it. And what an experience for them. Um, life-changing in many respects for them, hopefully. It's just beautiful to see. and You know, there's, there's more important things to life than football. Mm-hmm. It's like helping others uh, less fortunately than yourself and seeing them enjoy it and... You know, it's, it's it was all about so obviously beautiful. a lot of the children you know, learning disabilities whatever but it's about the ability yeah. not the disability it's about the ability and of they course. had the ability to, to work hard enjoy themselves get something out of it but put something into it mm-hmm. and to see their faces with the flags and what they did during the week cooking and, and oh, it put a warm glow I, I just yeah, thought it was class beautiful absolutely beautiful class so there's a feel good factor Mm-hmm. As Simon May would say, there's a, a bit of serenity. <laughs> Class. In a way, he is actually. I don't know what he's up to. I think the um, FC United game. Oh, you know, that's a that's a tricky old game. That at this time of the season, um, and you know they could turn it on and off. We, 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 they probably they probably did one of the best performances we've seen this season at our place. And second half still probably the best forty five yeah. minutes of football I've seen all year. Yeah. Which is kind of but if you look. You know, that, the team that night had Cedric Main in it. It had Sinclair Smith yeah, in it. Good. You know, um, so they had, a, they had a bit of a clear out, if you remember. Mm-hmm. They've been in Europe, haven't they? Yeah, in a non-league European. Aye, flying the flag. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't think, I don't think we, we should, should have done that and it's the right decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, other, so other things going on at the club, um, the... Announcement of the food and music festivals. Yeah. Um, some decent bands looking as though they're being signed up for that. I love both of those things. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Is it because you can? Is it because it's on the pitch and you'll be able to get on the pitch? Oh, like music, food. Obviously, there'll be a bit of beer there on the pitch. A bit of beer. Bit of good music. <laughs> good people. Oh, it's gonna be great. Really great. Even better if we've won the league or oh, been promoted by then because we'd be able to hold a trophy. Yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm just jumping ahead of myself. Drink champagne. I wouldn't let you near a trophy. Drink really. Moretti out of the trophy. <laughs> I 
I wouldn't let you near silverware, mate. Badden. Badden up with your vape. Come on. So, um, on the whole, a very positive three weeks in particular. Um, an excellent couple of home games. Positive vibes around the place. Um, players, staff, every, everybody disappearing to be going in the right direction, in the same direction. Even the young, even the under 19s last week, yeah. you know, knocked out in the cup semi final. Should have won on the day with a better team. Made, you know, missed a couple of chances. The future is really bright as well. Some good kids in that in that under 19 side. Uh, I was really, really impressed with a few. And uh, so, yeah, unfortunate to have lost on penalties, but that's, you know, that's penalty shootouts. We've won a couple already this season. I suppose you cannot win every shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the whole thing, just I mean, there was a cracking crowd for a Wednesday afternoon. Mm. There was over 250 people there. I think it was probably put all, 300. Pulled out all the steps off for the unions as well, yeah. like uh, team announcements and all yeah, that. Yeah, Jeff did great. And there was just, it was a lovely day. We had lovely weather. Mm-hmm. Um, again, which lovely weather on the on Saturday. Oh, it was like a summer's day. And then, but then, of course, by the end of the night, it was freezing. Oh, wow. Remember, this is the although thing the, although the alcohol yeah. insulated us to an extent, yeah. it was cold. Yeah. I just think, you know, everyone listening to this podcast, uh, we all want us to win. But we've all got a part to play. And I think you've got to expect that there's going to be some bumps in the road mm. between now and the season. I think the key thing is not overreact. Just continue to focus on, let's just keep winning games. Let's keep performing. Yeah. Let's keep supporting the team. Because there's nothing else we can really do, right? It, you've just got to be positive for mm. the last five, and then you can pick the bones out of it. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, I, I think that's key. Because as soon, if one little wobble gets the fans worried and anxious, goes to the players, and then the opposite effect of what we just talked about happens, Yeah. and then you, it's much harder to get out of it. Um, so I think everyone's got a part to play. I'll certainly be playing my part. Like 100%. Of course, you'll be there on Saturday with Michael providing Michael. commentary. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I think everyone, all the fans, just keep that up. Keep it up. And, and, I, and I think we'll see the team through. Five wins for the title. Three wins for second place. That's my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And there is absolutely nothing stopping South Shields from getting the five, other than the five teams in opposition. But we'll go back to what we're other saying. Match them. Match them. <laughs> Match your opponent for effort and desire and allow your natural ability to come through. I think our biggest uh, risk is ourselves. Mm. We could like we could hurt ourselves by just reacting too strongly to a little bit of a wobble or players having an off day. That I think that's our biggest threat mm. is actually ourselves, which is strange to think about, but I think it is. It always has been. Yeah, very much so. So it's been... A canny evening Lovely. in my Absolutely new studio. Lovely. lovely. Not quite finished, but it's getting there. Lovely. Yeah, very happy with it. <laughs> very happy. I hope everybody out there is as happy as we feel at the moment after two great results. And um, the next time we get together, well, will it be to discuss a title win? Will it be to discuss playoffs? Who knows? Exciting times. Exciting times. We hope you've enjoyed the edition. <laughs> of the Mariners podcast it's all to play for five cup finals to go we hope you're ready very much up for them like we are so Ronnie thanks very much for your company no problem and hospitality no problem pleasure 
and thank you everybody for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. We will see you around very, very soon. But from Ronnie and myself, Chris, thanks for listening and we'll be back soon. Take care, everybody. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can see it. Robert Briggs.